on today's The Witching Minute, Kevin. I'm being yes. a little bit lazy because we talked about her last week, but I wanted to make it official and make her like my witch. So this week it's Rachel True officially. Okay, officially. She's officially. a witch on uh, double a double witch. Yeah, because she played Rochelle in the craft mm-hmm. and she's also a witch in real life. Yeah. See? Beautiful. Double. Double, and double, like, toil and trouble. <laughs> the thing that I really enjoy about her book, um, True Heart, Intuitive Tarot, luckily it's on the, the table in front of me, is uh, she talks about her own experiences and she talks about like noticing things in Hollywood and like, how do you say it? Like her, her certain attitude, like she met one of the girls who she's pretty sure was molested by uh, Bill Cosby. And oh. she said back in the day, she kind of like looked at her like well why would you go over to his house anyway like kind of like yeah. you're not the victim it's your fault and she's like now that i've grown older she's like i realize that's not the way that we should look at victims like they were victimized like she was molested you know yeah so i like that she's so like forthcoming with her life and so forthcoming with the lessons she learned and like the better person to be the better way to be She's such a, you know, good people. Good people, good advocacy, you know? Oh, love it. Oh, yeah, I love her. I want her life because, like, I feel like she's famous without really having to do much anymore. I know, I know. <laughs> she's like, do what you want a tarot reading? I'll give you a tarot reading, you know? <laughs> yeah, she's just enjoying her craft. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Nice to see you again. Mm-hmm. Should put some clothes on. And you know what we did? We saw a fairy and she was very cute and she was sparkly and she was really, really pretty. It gets better, better, better. Hanging with the Hollowells. Wasn't that fun? Hello and welcome to this week's Hanging with the Hollowells. My name is Sean, the Ultimate Charm Newbie. And I'm Kevin, the Ultimate Charmed Expert. And we are here to talk about Battle of the Hexes, which is like sexes, not exes, Kevin. I can't believe you didn't pick up on that. I know. God. <laughs> we, dropped, we really dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this aired uh, November 13th, 2005, written by Janine Renshaw, directed by LeVar Burton. And we need to correct this. Last time we had a a thing directed by LeVar Burton, we said, it sounds like the 3D Rainbow Guy, but it's not the 3D Rainbow Guy, but it is, in fact, 3D Rainbow Guy. (laughs) Really? Uh Uh-huh. This is LeVar Burton, Reading Rainbow. Wow, I had no idea. He's a man yeah. of many talents. Yeah, because last time we had we talked about him was in season seven, Extreme Makeover World Edition, and we're like, that's not that can't be him, could it? No, it's not him. It just sounds like him, and but no, it actually is him. So sorry about that wrong statement earlier. <laughs> <laughs> he will Kevin. go on to direct one more episode after this. Okay, I learned something about you today. Oh, you did what? You love the creatures from season eight. <laughs> oh, the imps? Yeah, just like you kept bringing up all the creatures that are in season eight. And I'm oh, like, and there's another one, imps and, like and, the, and the Zodiacs. Yeah, imps and the Zodiacs. Yeah, I know, isn't that crazy? 
I don't know the zodiacs yet. So that I was like, huh? <laughs> I don't know anything about the zodiacs. <laughs> but yeah, I was surprised because going through, I'm like, you know, I really do like some of the magical people beings in this season. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I got to listen to your latest episode on my drive today with what you said is one of the worst books you've read. <laughs> yeah, it probably w- was the worst book I've read so far. Which, <laughs> um, <laughs> what did you think of it? Like, what was your thoughts on it? Um, from the way it sounded, yeah, I agreed with you. It sounded weird that the motive of the demon just didn't really make sense, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't like the idea that, like, all these babies may be not that family's babies. It's weird. It's a weird thought. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's common in, like, the fairy lore and stuff like that. But for this thing, there wasn't enough going on. It was it was very odd for me. And I didn't like it. So, and, like, and Leo. I, we talked about Leo a lot, but Leo was, like, rich, ridiculous in that book. Pissed me off so yeah. much. <laughs> but when I hear to talk about Changing Lane Places, you can listen to that in Words of the Witches. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give them too much away. I don't want people to not listen to it because we're talking about it. I know. God. We are talking about Battle of the Hexes. <laughs> yeah. At the manor, Piper is crafting PB&J while talking on the phone. Leo is practicing being a swinger. Enter Paige. <laughs> She's been assigned a new charge. Enter Phoebe. She says Murphy has been trying to call. He has a case for them blackmail style he has boxes and boxes of cold cases for our girls to go through he suspects supernatural play play i just gotta say leo is so freaking cute practicing his little swing i'm like oh my god look at him wiggle oh my god i love him <laughs> he's like uh. and then and she's like he was like i didn't know leo golfed she's like he doesn't very he's horrible don't tell him I'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, good they said that because we haven't seen him golf a single time in the past seven years. Right. He's like, I just picked it up because why not? I'm a, I'm immortal now, so I gotta shut this freaking thing off. Okay, I'm immortal now, and <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna try some new things. Have you ever <laughs> golfed? Okay, I I do miniature golf quite a bit, but um, I only went like real golfing one time when I was like 13, and you know. Balls just went in bushes and stuff. I don't. I have no idea what I was doing, and I would just be so horrible, so sucky. Although, if you go to Disney World, there's lots of really good <laughs> golf courses, and I watch the people go like, "Oh, there they go with the little carts." So, <laughs> wow, yeah, I've never been real golfing. I love miniature golfing though. Like, I have a blast at that. You're right. I mean, I just love the spectacle of it. I'm like, what is this hole gonna be? What? Where's it gonna go? Oh my! See, that's my style. So zany you to the max. You could say the same for dating. What's this all going to be? Where's this going to go? <laughs> <laughs> Will it be double... F- yeah, never mind. <laughs> DP, oh, wow. DP today? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So here, Murphy is like, go through my boxes because these are like the paranormal cases. Now that I know I got you, maybe you can get something off of this because, you know. <laughs> All right. Scene two. The sisters are overwhelmed by the amount of work Murphy wants them to go through. Yeah. He's like, are we, we going to have to do this every week? This whole like warehouse full of files. Oh, great. Love it. Uh, Piper gets a phone call. She has to go. <laughs> she is trying to secure a music act for P3. 
because she hasn't had anybody hot in a hot minute. Aha! Piper exits, leaving Phoebe alone. Just deuces, like, finds a way to bail. <laughs> I love how Holly Marie almost, like, talks to the camera again when she says, um, we can't do this on a weekly basis. It'd be boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> They really they like to have fun these later seasons. Just like let's let's do a little a little coy fourth wall breaking thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like I think this is an interesting idea though that it reminded me a lot of Raiders of the Lost Ark that they would have just all these cases where apparently magic was used, so they'd have the sisters of course look into it. But <laughs> it probably wouldn't be interesting if that was all they did in the show the rest of the season. <laughs> Like, yeah, let's go through this file. And then you have, like, a new, like, situation of the week from of the file they opened. Like, oh, here's this file. Oh, here's this file. And that's, like, a whole new problem from the, the unsolved cases. I mean, yeah. it's, it, it is an interesting concept, but it would take – it would be enough. That's, like, a whole different show concept, I would think, you know? Yeah, that's, like, basically the X-Files. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. <laughs> I was too afraid of the X-Files to actually watch it. I was a kid. Oh really? I used to yeah. love the X Files. Yeah, I was too scared. I did find <laughs> it interesting that like we always have these plurs. Um and while I was listening to your episode, Piper was also like desperate for a music group in the yeah. book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's funny when they get things right. It's like good good job, peoples. Yeah. <laughs> At X Magic School, enter Zira. She is getting restless, waiting for more power. More powerful-seeming demon Ty shows up. He threatens to cut Zira if his potion isn't ready soon. <laughs> okay, I have some beef. Yes. We have this big buff guy, and his name is Ty. <laughs> <laughs> like i don't mind the name ty for like guys but like he's a big buff demon and like everybody has names like solol and zira and then here comes ty <laughs> <laughs> well isn't that the guy the, i think that's the name of the guy from extreme makeover house Is home it? edition home edition not the world edition not our chart episode but like the actual show He's like, hey, I'm Ty. Let's fix some houses. Diddly, 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 do. And like, I think that was his name. So it does seem kind of like like one of those like metrosexual kind of names. <laughs> yeah, but like for a demon, it's just kind of like Ty. <laughs> I know. Might Ty as well food. just call him like Bob or James. <laughs> Truly, I know. Yeah. Although he was, I mean. I didn't really like his look. He was buff, but his face bothered me. So, but I guess we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, say that for FMK, Kevin. I know, I know, I know. Did you recognize the Zira chick? It's okay if you don't. No. <laughs> she was on Charmed before, playing a completely different character in wow. season three. Who'd she play? <laughs> she played Clea. Clea. From the Brotherhood of the Thorn, that was you know when Cole had to go undercover back to his old brotherhood, and um, she was the one that would like disappear, and the eyes would glow purple. She's like, I'm invisible, and I'm watching you. Zzz. Do you remember do that? You I probably think, don't remember. That. <laughs> I kind of do, but do you think okay. that happens because like, do you think they just forget when they've had somebody on, or do you think they're like nobody will notice? It's been five years. Well, the thing is, because this was before DVDs were really a thing. You know, it was, you know, back in the day, the episode came on 
and that was all you saw. I never, I mean, maybe reruns, but they did, they weren't thinking about syndication either. So they figured, yeah, this happened so long ago, no one will know who this character is again. It's been enough time. She's been in like two episodes, three episodes, and you know, and they've done that in other shows. They've done it in this show plenty of times before, recycling the actors. So I think that's just uh, a sign of the times. Whereas like nowadays. Like people can't get, shows can't get away with it as much because we're all watching it all the time. We always have access to it. We can always go back and freeze frame. <laughs> so, I know we're spoiled now. Like I know, kids, kids these days have no idea what we had to go through to watch our shows. <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> By okay. the way, um, quick note: I loved. Um, on our Patreon we just did, the wedding episode that we paired up Disney villains. I thought that was so fun. Yes, plug, go check that out. We had a little, a real fun time with Disney levers. Mm. Yeah, wait to <laughs> see who we paired up Scar with. <laughs> oh, oh my, yes. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Scene four. At a boring lecture, a professor is talking about the differences in the semester. Fucking Billy looks bored and ch- chews her gum loudly. Not chews. Pops! <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I can't believe I missed that reference. I just added that. <laughs> I know. There you go. I'm like, I had, I had to. <laughs> Billy gets called on. Some guy burps. <laughs> <laughs> oh god this scene was so wonky but you know there's a lot of scenes in this episode that are wonky uh, <laughs> i mean yeah it was definitely like over the top but it definitely got its point across that we want to show that guys are pigs <laughs> yeah yeah um and the teacher is all going about like yin and yang and stuff and um yeah so that's him yeah, I was going to ask you, so how do you feel about his yin and yang theory? Like, do you think that's pretty sound or a little wonky? Well, th- what he's teaching is actual, like, textbook stuff. That is stuff that you would read about if you read about yin yang. And I te- officially, it's pronounced yang. It's technically yang, but because we Americanize it, we always say yang and everyone says yang. But, um, but yeah, that's actual, you know, mi- straightforward like meaning so there's not real real um definitely there's a layer of subjectivity to that and people can interpret it different ways um but that's if you read a book about it that's what you'll see so i don't think he was doing anything wrong or or shady or like you know misogynistic in that lecture um i think billy was just having a a freak out moment where she's just like i hate men this week real bad (laughs) so what, what were your thoughts of that what did you think about the teacher um, actually, I had no problems with the theory either because uh, I see it as, I mean, I guess the only thing I take a little bit of umbrage with is I like the idea of like the white dot in the middle of the black is supposed to be like the female within the male and the black dot in the white is supposed to be, you know, but mm-hmm. I like the idea more of just the balancing of it itself. Like if we balance our male and female or tap into both of them at will, like mm-hmm. we're definitely a happier person because we're not living by any sort of like standard of I need to be this way to prove that I'm manly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like the idea. I just don't know that I agree fully with the lecture. You're right. 
and like it's you know it's it's the whole concept is about balance and there's you know there's masculine and feminine energy but it does it's not necessarily like male and female men and women it doesn't it's not that like literal it's mostly just about the energy in people in the yeah. world in the universe and so yeah <laughs> it's like i'm a man and you're a woman that's not really the what it's getting at so <laughs> yeah i found it really interesting because when i did uh i did a reiki class and yeah. um i was performing reiki on my friend she was laying down with her head like in between my legs i know that sounds nasty but it wasn't she was just laying there <laughs> just comfort yeah it's just yeah yeah i got you and i felt very strongly from her masculine energy, like my hand heated up and she felt it on her face too. And then when I laid down and she did the same to me, she felt more strongly with my female energy. So we found that interesting as her, we're both queer people. She's lesbian. I'm Mm -hmm. pansexual that like our other energy was the more dominant one. And I thought that was cool. See, and it could be at any, it's fluid. So it could be at any given time, you know, what you're feeling in that moment or that, that, today you know so you know that's that's where you were at this particular moment so ah mm-hmm. ah lovely <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> you're weird i know and i love it <laughs> me too <laughs> At P3, a man makes fun of Piper for not being able to book any heavy-hitting bands. His name is Smitty, and he offers to get Liz Fair for P3. He womanizingly is walked out by Leah. (laughs) (sighs) This is Smitty, and contrary to the professor, I do think he's real shitty and misogynistic. He's all about like, oh, yeah, this is a man's world, la 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 la, like, See this, and uh, it's the making. They're, they're kind of forcing this whole idea. It's like none of these people seem like real people. <laughs> but um, I didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, Smitty, I agree. The professor, like, I could see where somebody may get mad at his lecture, and you can kind right. of take that out of context. But yeah, Smitty is just an asshole. And mm-hmm. you're right. I don't think somebody who's friends with Leo, who books bands, would be this blatantly an asshole because he it's his business to like book people like he's not mm-hmm. gonna scare off his customers yeah and like hey 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 let's go let's talk let's talk man to man away from the woman over here i'm like get out of here like yeah. she's the one that owns a club like what is your problem dude i'm, I'm so mad at you and they're like you know because the donnas were in last season they're like he put guys the donnas like yeah whatever i don't know fire this man i would say <laughs> <laughs> Back at the secret Raiders of the Lost Ark storage, Phoebe is blowing a bo- oh blowing a boxing glove. Oh, and, okay, okay. She's like, I gotta put the I gotta these gloves. Yes, <laughs> and she's calling. She's on page. She's calling page. She's pushing page to come and relieve her of her blowing duties. It's your turn to blow today. Um, and page is like, nah, nah. <laughs> she's like, I gotta get out of this sex, sex. Um, sexist battle of the hexes plot line i have my own plot line and so because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she wants to go do another type of blowing duty to help get her get pregnant <laughs> oh phoebe Paige is currently at skid row looking for her charge <laughs> Paige looking like this rich white lady <laughs> yeah. she's like oh i'm in the ghetto 
oh, like, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, Paige sees two guys fighting. Naturally, since it's charmed, they're black. <laughs> she approaches them and meets Speed. Friends call me Speed. <laughs> Speed is hit by a car, then arrested by the driver, who is an undercover cop. Speed is violating parole. What are you doing? I need to talk to him. He's a charge. He might be, he's a future white letter. Give him to me. No, he's dangerous. Meh. <laughs> no, you can't have him. I love him. Mine. Right. Mine. Yes. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I joke about it, but actually, I don't take as much umbrage with... Umbrage is my word today, Professor Umbrage. Yeah. Um, I don't take as much umbrage with this depiction of black people because Speed is a good guy. He's just caught in yeah. a bad part of town, a bad situation. So I actually do appreciate that they're showing that. And I, I would think that's really pretty true to a lot of people's experiences, pretty true to life in a lot of ways. So they, they weren't. I don't think they were doing anything like stereotypical or, you know off the wall offensive, you know, so Yeah. It's not like it's a asshole <laughs> delivery truck driver who won't move his car even though Piper's like begging him to. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> what episode is that, Kevin? Wait, what should, oh, sorry, did you say? When um Piper needs the delivery truck guy to move his car or his truck and he won't move it. You know, I don't remember. I remember the episode. I don't remember its name. It's the one with Dan Marino when he gets dies. Oh, it's in that one. Okay, yeah. Then that's a witch in time. Okay. Season five, episode I, seven. Uh, season five, episode eight. I know. No, I gave you yeah, a eight. very like broad description of something. I know. I'm small like, I'm like, I'm like that. I'm like that could happen in any episode. I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, that's okay. So it's in a witch in time. Yeah. Okay. Just keeping you on your toes. I know. Oh my god! It's season five, episode eight. It's right between "Sympathy for the Demon" and "Sam I Am." Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> back at the Raiders of the Lost Ark storage, that doesn't have the same ring as "Back at the Manor." I know. Uh. Billy has shown up to help Phoebe. Fucking Billy is being the worst detective ever and touching everything while Phoebe is on the phone rescheduling her date. Fucking Billy tries on a belt and gets all sexy. Gets all sexy, except that hair. What is up with that hairstyle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those braids. Like, ew. Yeah. Ew. Why ew. would you do that to yourself? Stupid belts. <laughs> so, and they don't say it yet, but I thought I'd add it here because this is when it's introduced. This is the golden belt. And, like, one of the characters says it's funny. He says the golden belt of Gia. I've never heard Gia. I've always heard Gaia. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Gia. I never heard of Gia. That's weird. Yeah. I the, don't know. And the, the Book of Shadows describes it as the goddess's gift to Hippolyta endows a woman wearing it with transcendent powers. Yeah, and like there in this book, in this show, they kept saying Hippolyta, and I thought it was Hippolyta. So I don't know the real way to pronounce it either, that word. I've always said Hippolyta. Okay, Hippolyta. So so that's three different ways now yeah. of, <laughs> of pronunciation of this. So whichever one you like the best, you can use. <laughs> yeah, and I always said uh, Arais. 
I'm just kidding. I, I say Aries. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? <laughs> like, I, I, should ask, I should ask my Greek friends, get Demetrius on here and ask him what he thinks. Oh, so, Demetrius. Yes, you should. You know, um, spoiler, but I don't know if we want to tell the listeners yet, but when you come on for the comics, he's scheduled to come back on uh, between the comics, I think. So you can talk to him to get there. <laughs> So <laughs> we just have to figure out the timing since he's like however many hours ahead of us or whatever yeah. but things anyway do you want to read a wait did you read this yet i read it yes did you, do you want to read the book of shadows page about the belt of guy did you read that yet i read it the goddess's gift oh yeah and that's women wearing the transit with transcendent powers okay you did okay Sorry, Stop getting I, lost in my eyes. I know. Lost in your eyes. Your <laughs> eyes. As we said our goodbyes. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Scene eight. Phoebe and fucking Billy are walking down the street. <laughs> I love this. It's so cute. For Phoebe complaining. She's like, did anybody think that Phoebe can't orb? No, of course I can't orb. I just have to walk around town. It's <laughs> 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 like, it's such a real world problem. And it's funny because, yeah, everyone's, Phoebe's always like, hey, orb me this. You know, she's like, someone t- be my taxi, my cosmic taxi, because I can't get around. And now she's like, well, now I have no one to call. <laughs> she has to deal with the aftermath. So fun. Fuck my drag. <laughs> yep. Everyone is whistling at Billy because she's hot. Oh, the, yeah, douchebaggery. Phoebe calls a taxi. Billy accidentally rips off the door and the girls run. He's like, what you did in my cab, bitch? Like, <laughs> right, basically. <laughs> and they just leave. It's like, he's like, I hope you have insurance. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think my only slight gripe would be and somebody called it out. Billy's outfit didn't look like a goddess. It looked like a superhero. It's such a superhero outfit. And even, I believe, even when she's, like, doing magic and stuff, they play the superhero, like, sound effects from um, <laughs> Witches and Tights. From when they turn into superheroes, they use the same kind of superhero stuff. And they, and even in this episode, they call her a superhero. Characters call her a superhero besides. Yeah. So it's like, all right. This is Wonder yeah. Woman over here. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. It's definitely very Wonder Woman. I, I wonder if they did that to like emulate Wonder Woman as best they could by because Hippolyta like lives on Themyscira. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. God, we're nerds. <laughs> I know. <laughs> nerds are the most fun though. There's more to talk about. Right. We got it. We get it all in. Yes, we do. Once we find that right <laughs> hole. <laughs> Yeah. Back at magic school, the demons have sensed that the golden belt of Gia has been activated. <laughs> Zira wants the belt, but she's reminded that if she puts on the belt, it will destroy her because she evil. The demons come up with a plan to use fucking Billy as their weapon. The belt is known to make its wearer go mad. Yeah, because they're like, Zero, you can't wear this because you're evil. It will destroy you. But you can, like, use this good witch and have her do your bidding. And then it's like, ah oh, ha ha, we can still get stuff dead. And then eventually the butt will kill her and we'll be in the good. Get get, get her to get rid of your enemies. 
He should Love have it. ended his plan with, yeah, and it's not convoluted at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I got a hiccup there. That was weird. Uh, so, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you said before that season eight, they had a lower budget, right? Yes. Okay. And I've heard, is that why Daryl left the show? Because they couldn't afford him anymore? Mm-hmm. So is that yep. also why, like, Magic School has become every single demon's lair now? <laughs> I think so. I mean, they could, they can't don't have those caves anymore. I, mean, I don't know. The underworlds. Well, it looks like, do go back. I really don't know. I think it's just cheap. And it's, like, it's a set they can use. And Yeah, it feels to me like, well, we already have this set, so let's just turn it into every demon ever comes here just while they're doing their plan. Then they get yeah. Then they give out and the new one takes over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Although I thought it was so funny because she's like, uh, what was she? What was she doing? They were making some kind of potion. I don't understand what this potion was supposed to do. Oh, it's supposed to like vanquish her enemies. They're trying to get rid of her, the demons. Her, but it looked like jelly to me. Like stir that jelly, that pot of jelly. Nah, 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 nah. You know, <laughs> delicious. What? Why peanut, 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 peanut butter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. That's freaking. I can't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way that's why um kevin and i behind the scenes we are recording super early like this is this episode comes out in a week only because on thursday i am doing rupaul stuff <laughs> and actually it works out for me too because on thursday i'm having a photographer friend stay with me we're gonna be doing some photo shoots so it, it works out for me too nice Mo- model <laughs> i'm going back to weho like to a club setting for the first time in a oh long my time. Gosh. See, uh, Alaska and Willem and Raja and Adore Delano. Oh my gosh. I don't remember who else, but yeah, they're doing a show at the Lance Bass owned um, club heart. Oh my gosh. All these things I never heard of. That's cool. That's why you need to live here, Kevin. I would take you out all the time. See, and that's what everyone keeps saying. They're like, every time I visit somebody, they're like, you should move here. When are you moving here? I'm like, I know. What? What's up with that? I don't know. It's like, I have so many friends in LA. In fact, I forgot Alan is leaving on Thursday. So now we have an extra ticket to go on oh Thursday. That would have been yours. That would have been See? yours. <laughs> See? What is my problem? I'm so I sad. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, my pectacles are so good. <laughs> See, uh, this is horrible. I'm looking at myself on the computer because I'm so stupid. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> where are we? Ten. Ten. Is it me? It's me. Yeah. At the police station, Paige has found the hot cop. She's mad at him for almost running her over. Officer Henry Mitchell takes speed home. Hmm. So, what are your first impressions of Henry Mitchell here? Um, first impressions, he seems impulsive because he's very much like, speed is bad, speed bad, speed need punish without like really thinking it through. But I definitely feel a chemistry between him and Paige, much more than I did Billy and Guy, who... JD. JD. (laughs) 
So I get the impression that Henry Mitchell's going to be staying around for a little bit. Interested. Interested. Um, <laughs> um, and this is where I bring it back. Remember when I told you that Paige's first charge was named Mitchell? Oh, this yeah. Is why, this is why I thought it was ironic because of Henry Mitchell. Okay. I think, I think I'd be happy if she ended up with Henry because he seems like a good guy. If he would just like be a little less. Lighten up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because he he is. He's got a good heart. Yeah. That's when he's too, he's too quick to judge. He's, he's too like a little bit like, she's like, listen to him. Like, you know, but I guess she said he's been following him for what? He's been like his parole officer for what? 10 years or something like that. So maybe he's just getting a little bit jaded and tired. Um, but he should know, but if he's with him for 10 years, he should also know what kind of guy he is. Cause he, if he does, I guess he does know. He's like, I know I'm trying to help him, but I guess it's a double-edged sword, but he was a little too quick to the punch a lot in this episode, but I'm glad you see his heart too. Well, I'm, I feel like that's what would make him and Paige work though too. Like he's so jaded, but like having someone like Paige, the who's like eyes. a child. Yeah. Like she's going to make his life better basically. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. going to make hers worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Keep keep your theories on your back burner and we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> back at the manor, Piper tells emotionally at Leo about not being emotional. Oh, she yells at him emotionally about not being emotional. <laughs> she doesn't want to take any help from Smitty. Enter Phoebe and Billy. Billy accidentally pulls the door off its hinges. Fucking Billy waves her hands angrily and turns Leo invisible. Piper tries to blow up the belt. Crazy fucking Billy starts to emerge. We better fix this soon. <laughs> She's getting crazier. <laughs> you scratched my pretty belt. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> my pretty belt. My precious. It's like one of those things. <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. Oh, Smitty. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so things are happening with that. And Leo's invisible. Yeah, that happened. It was weird. Um, And Piper's just like, I'm talking to you, invisible man. Let's go get, let's go figure this out quick. So, (laughs) there we go. Uh, 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 uh. I turned invisible. <laughs> I know. I was like, where'd you go? I'm like, I'm like, I'll just sit here until he comes back because I don't want to carry on yet. <laughs> I'm invisible. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. Do you remember the last time Leo turned invisible? Oh, last time he turned invisible. I, this, is a, this is a very uh, specific question, I know. Well, do you remember the time the... Got the delivery man was angry when he <laughs> um, did he he turned invisible uh, when he was hiding uh, I think he was still uh, one of those people guys and he turned invisible and he was hiding from an elder okay close I, I you're thinking of the right thing it just mixed up a little bit um, he actually was an elder at this point he just okay. he recently became an elder and he was up there, they call it up there, the heavens or whatever, hiding from the Titans in Oh My Goddess. Oh, okay, yeah, because I remembered like the pillars and everything. So I knew it was in the yeah. up there. 
Mm-hmm. And he turned uh, himself invisible because apparently as an elder he has that power. Oh, never used it oh. since then, but there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scene 12. Zira has led Ty and his minions to an alley. She plans on luring out Billy to take the belt. Zira. Oh, heads out to prepare. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that was a quick scene. Mm-hmm. Not too much to say there. Pretty straightforward. Back at the manor, Phoebe and Piper toil to find a way to remove the belt. Billy hears a call and blur burgers out of the manor. <laughs> it's like it's it's kind of going back to that um to Paige's charge, who was very speedy. <laughs> and she's doing that same kind of effect, except less orby but and more flashy. I guess yeah. <laughs> the flashy. Which um, okay, I forgot to say this earlier, but since you mentioned the word speedy, like what kind of name is speed for someone? I've never heard that as an actual name. I feel like it might be a nickname that he just goes by. Like a lot, you know, like a lot of people have their they they don't use their actual name or they have they feel more comfort in a nickname that they gave themselves or were given. So it's I think it's is just it one of those of things. All the speed he does. <laughs> uh, never, maybe <laughs> get that get that urine sample. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. And this is this when she starts breaking the door. This is when she starts breaking the door, right? Yeah. She runs. She runs out the door. The door because well, the door's off the hinges already. And Leo's like, "I'm gonna put this back." But then she runs out the door, and it falls on Leo. And he's like, "Help! Help!" I'm like, "Leo, you can't pick up a freaking door. Like, come on, you can. Like, you're, <laughs> it shouldn't be that heavy." I loved all the gags with the door. It was so funny. And it actually, like, the effects were pretty cool in the way it looked like it landed on Invisible Leo or hit Invisible Leo. Like, this was fun. It was fun. It was fun. But I'm like, he should be strong enough to pick that up. You can, all you have to do is, like, roll, roll over and the door will fall off anyway. <laughs> like, just come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 14. Billy shows up in the alley where Ty is attacking a woman. She effortlessly deflects his powers and saves the girl. Bye. I got. Bye. I ha- I'm powerful. She is. She was a badass in this scene. Mm-hmm. Back at the matter. Phoebe and Piper help Leo break free of the malicious door. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they each grab an end and move it away. Let's go, Phoebe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cute. <laughs> All right. Billy blurs back in and knocks down the newly saved door. Fucking Billy doesn't want to give up the belt. It shimmers and makes Phoebe and Piper Shira man haters too. It doesn't sound as good as He Man Woman haters, but Shira man haters. <laughs> Billy makes Leo visible and leaves. The sisters realize they too were under the belt sway while in its presence. So this is how we know the belt is getting more powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have a few notes. When Billy came back in, that door, the glass on that door should have been broken like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, because I was just at the manor and we had to be very delicate with the door. Like, it's fragile. And so... Um, <laughs> we had to close it very delicately, even though we probably could have handed more. But I'm like, this, no, this is this is historic, ancient stuff. 
1887, or in case of this in the, this world, 1898 was when the built manor was built. No, actually, it was rebuilt. So 1906, <laughs> the, <laughs> the store is, is old. So, yeah. Well, yeah, the door, like, even when it hit the floor at a certain point, it hit hard. Like, it's very resilient, yeah. apparently. Yeah. That's what happens when you get your plastic stained glass windows. There you go. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Back at magic school, Zira asks Salal why, why their plan didn't work. Salal points out that Billy may not have killed Ty, but she did kill his gang, which is a big plus, a little bit less down, especially since that means that Belt is taking control even more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Paige is in Speed's apartment when Henry shows up. Henry has information that Speed is going to help with a thievery. Oh. A My Chemical Romance poster ominously watches the two talk. <laughs> Paige and Henry make a bet. as to whether Speed will be involved in the crime or not. (laughs) I love that you mentioned the My Chemical Romance poster because I think I'm like, Speed actually listens to My Chemical Romance? Interesting. That's an interesting development. Like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it seemed like not his style, but I guess we don't know him that well, so it could be. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it didn't seem like him, but then I'm like, who am I to judge? Maybe he likes them. Why not? You could be, people can have eclectic musical tastes. So yeah, just look at Chris. He only listens to metal. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny though too. Um, Paige, because she was like she's in his apartment. She's looking at his sink, and she picks up a sponge, and this is like a brand new, perfectly clean sponge. And she's acting like it was the dirtiest, dirtiest thing she's ever touched. She's like, ew. <laughs> it was like it was fresh, clean. It was super fresh and clean, but sure. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> 18. Billy walks in late to her class and calls her professor sexist. This, you're just a stupid sexist man, teacher. <laughs> He's like, we can talk about this, you know. <laughs> the belt possesses the woman in the room <clears throat> to hate on men, and a brawl starts. Billy senses something is wrong. She's like, this isn't right. (laughs) And leaves. She's confronted by Zira, who offers to help. She's like, you know, this isn't the way. Even though that's kind of like what you're all about anyway, and what you both want to do is hate on men. But sure, I don't get it. (laughs) They head out together. I don't like this scene. (laughs) No. It's so brawling, and the woman is just so cheesy and stupid to me. I don't know. I was, I was just, I was just rolling my eyes and go, oh God. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand what they're going for, but you're right. They keep taking it like one step too far, like back up mm-hmm. a little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, you can like verbally assault him or something, but to actually like physically start attacking people out of nowhere, a little nutty. Yeah. <laughs> back at the manor, Leo discusses the history of Hippolyta. It doesn't bode well for fucking Billy. Hippolyta couldn't harmonize men and women, moved to an island of women, and was con- was uh, defeated by Hercules. Leo warns Piper to stay away from the... <laughs> what? 
Don't you love when you write things super fast, super quick, what you come up with? Yeah, I had to do this quick because I had to go to a WECO today and then I had to get home in time for, we had a meeting from three to four for work and then directly to this. So it's been a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leo warns Piper to stay away from the belt, but she refuses because Leo's being a good husband right now. He's like, the belt has sway over women. And I don't know if you know this, Piper, but you are, in fact, a woman, so you're in danger. (laughs) (laughs) Leo's so good in this episode. I love him in here. Yeah, he's he's a very sweet husband. Like, he doesn't – it's kind of like what we talked about earlier. Like, I don't feel like he feels um, trapped within his gender. Like, he knows when he needs to, like, bring out his feminine or his masculine Mm -hmm. energy. Right. Because he's very much like. He's aware enough. He's self aware. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's great. And he's Mm -hmm. so handsome. I'm like, he's getting sexier and sexier. I'm like, look at him. Mm." Yeah. I love him. (laughs) All right. Scene 20. Back at magic school, Zira is spouting girl power at Billy. <laughs> Zira tells Billy she doesn't want to be a demon anymore and Billy can help her not be one. <laughs> you can save me. <laughs> Zira says she wants peace with woman ruling because that's so peaceful with we're on top. Right? <laughs> she wants Billy to act as her weapon to bring about a woman's reign. Salal notices Billy doesn't seem well. Oh, yeah, it doesn't seem well. Are you ill? Uh, Zero don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your opinion on this thinking? Like, is there really that stark of a difference as to whether a man or woman is in charge that it's going to, like, fix everything? It de- I mean, not... In, like, just a typical man and woman. If it's a cis, white, straight male who is uh, subject to social (laughs) norms that they raised and be, like, 1950s stuff, then yes. But otherwise, if it's just a man who is, you know, more up-to-date and more compassionate, then no. (laughs) So... You know, it's otherwise, you know, I think I think women should be in power. But I think it's if so, there's a man that is willing to have a discussion and willing to collaborate with women, then I think it doesn't matter. Yeah, I agree. Like, I definitely don't want to take anything away from women. Like, I definitely want women to Mm -hmm. be in power. Like I was and still am. I know this may not be a popular choice, but I'm very much a Hillary Clinton supporter. I I thought she would have done a bang up job as president and the fact that she <laughs> sent some email like who cares who cares that right. has nothing to do with her presidency <laughs> yeah everyone uh-huh. has things like yeah you know <laughs> yeah especially yeah, if you're I politics think, <laughs> I, think, um, I do agree with uh, I've heard it said before that men are quicker to anger I don't know if that's so much men other than like leaders in general because I did a personality test where a lot of leaders are called a D or a dominant, which is where like they are more impatient. And like when I get under stress or pressure, my D comes out, not my dick, my D comes out, <laughs> my dominant. <laughs> well, 
Um, I actually, in researching for this episode, <laughs> I did a little. I did read a little bit that um, hormones, men hormones, are more. They have a tendency to be more impulsive and and aggressive, and wow. so. Um, and I don't. I didn't really look up science back then, but that's what people have been like saying. So maybe it's just something in the genetic code that's there, but we have to like use our brain to balance it out. <laughs> so I can see uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, I did hear once that a lot of the countries that were being run by women were handling, I'm trying to think of what it was. I think it was the COVID crisis better. Mm. Okay. I think too, I think people tend to, this is oversimplifying, I think, but just for the sake of argument, I think people are more comfortable with women in charge a lot of times. Like they're more trusting. Yeah. I think people see them as being more emotional, I guess. And, and easier to, to, yeah, have their, you know, and that's probably this motherly thing too. They have their support, have their, you know, best interest at heart. And so I guess that's, it's, it's, you know, it's all a crazy, you know, it's mixing our social upbringing with, with, uh, hormones and just nature and science. So it's a, it's a weird thing. I don't know which is, it's probably just an amalgamation of everything in one that gives us these yeah. <laughs> perceptions. So, well, and like, I think looking at Zira as a character, do I think she'd be a good leader? Probably not. I think she's the type <laughs> she's too. Um, I think she's also impulsive. I think she would also, always find like something more like if they defeated all the men and took over then she'd be like oh i don't like this woman and they start mm-hmm. going exactly. after like you know yeah these are the weak women they need mm-hmm. to be destroyed you know <laughs> yeah yeah Paige and henry are in a stakeout Paige has to pee henry offers her a thermos to pee in maybe he doesn't understand Paige doesn't have a penis in another car, <laughs> Speed said he doesn't want to help rob the liquor store, but he's being forced to at knife point. He tries to exit the car, but he's kind of stabbed. <laughs> I'm like, don't stab Speed. <laughs> I know. You weren't fast enough, Speed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was hard time figuring out where he stabbed him. Like, is it the leg? Is it the side? Somewhere around that area. <laughs> well, what I thought was funny is, like, he didn't really, like, rest forward he kind of went over down down. yeah Yeah, so yeah so like maybe i thought maybe it's in the leg i thought it was maybe in the leg like i don't know somewhere around there yeah (laughs) but like dude that's that's crazy Mm -hmm. there you go impulsive and aggressive yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) all right 22 Mm mm-hmm Okay. Back at the manor. (laughs) I'm so excited to say that. Uh, (laughs) Phoebe scries for Billy to no avail. Piper comes up with a plan and they use a spell to call Billy to them. They use the call a lost witch spell. She's like, if there's, if there's some witch in her left, it will bring her right to us. Yep. Billy, uh, Piper and Phoebe throw a crystal activating a trap to catch Billy. Billy blows up the attic and blur burgers away. <laughs> Kevin. Yes. Do you know the To Call a Lost Witch spell off the top of your head? Uh, let's see. I think of the blood to blood part. 
So that's not that was only used in the um, Trump again part. But this is the call of switchbot is I told you one of the most commonly used spells in the show. It's it's technically two. It's a two for spell. It's used to call a lost witch, but it's also used to call which is powers and all that stuff. So um, I do know it. <laughs> I thought you would. That's why I asked. Because I remember you said it is like the most common spell. Yeah. Although some of them, some of the some of the times they say powers. That's when they call the powers powers of the witch's rise. But then they do all call it witch, and it's power of the witch's rise. So it kind of changes depending on what. It's it's not consistent, mm. but. <laughs> Anyway, should I say it for you? Say it. Powers of the witches rise, course and scene across the skies. Come to us who call you near. Come to us and settle here. Do you remember I quizzed you on this spell? In uh, I think in the season six quiz. Well, I hate to tell you, you said it wrong. It's not powers. Pow- it's powers. Power of the witches rise. There we go. <laughs> but, I, but I, I had a. Uh, you know, I told you it's interchangeable. It's used both ways. So there you I go. Know, you that. I'm just being a bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I prefer I prefer powers because that's when it was first introduced. It was powers, and that's how I always prefer to say it. But okay, that's fair. That's very impressive that you know that. I'm my nipples are hard for you. No, oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Bill fucking Billy shows up at magic school and offers her aid to Zira. That's it. <laughs> oh, that sounds like Zabumafu. Weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you have any notes? Nope. Okay. Oh, I was thinking, what is with Phoebe's shirt? That white shirt with the weird, like, dressy part. I didn't notice. I usually notice their clothes. I know, and I don't. So this is weird. But Phoebe, she had, like, a, looked like a normal, like, little, kind of a cool little fashiony white dress. But then it had, like... And like a belt section, and then it had like ghosty like phrase on the bottom. I'm like, I don't understand this outfit. So take a look at it again one time, and, and you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and I want and I wanted to talk about the building explosion because it looked like they just like, obviously she's just on green screen. She's like, here's Billy on green screen going. Ah! <laughs> and, then, and then, but it looked like they took the clip of Prue and Morality Bites when she blew up the attic. It looked like they took that clip, that footage, and just superimposed Billy onto it. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, just, it was a little goofy to me. <laughs> they probably did. They're so cheap this season. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> All right, 24. Come on now. There we go. Okay. Back at the manor, Piper and Phoebe come downstairs to meet Leo coming home from golf. Oh, he's like, I just went golfing. Hey. <laughs> Leo plans on sneaking into magic school, invisible style, and finding a spell to remove the belt. I love how he, like, goes into the closet underneath the stairs and puts his golf stuff away. Because I remember when that closet was a bathroom and it's not a bathroom anymore. <laughs> oh, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> when did it change to not a bathroom? <laughs> it was uh, sometime in season two. It's unclear when it happened. But they stopped talking about the downstairs bathroom. And then like, hey, it's a closet now one of these days. It was a closet. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So there you go. 
I feel like they could have used it as a bathroom. They're always fighting over the upstairs bathroom. That's what I'm saying. What a horrible remodel that was. Because now the upstairs bathroom is the only bathroom for everybody, except for the little mini one in the master bedroom. There's a little bathroom in the master bedroom. Um, but otherwise, everyone else has to use the upstairs bathroom all the time in that big old house with all those people. Yeah, because there's, what, four adults? And if you count Billy, fucking Billy, who's always there, five adults using one bathroom. Yeah. And the children, why it should be like potty trained now, you know? Oh, yeah. So, and they're going to grow up and need to use the bathroom. So, <laughs> it's going to become a, a mess. Maybe you need oh, to remodel girl. that closet back into a bathroom. <laughs> Speaking of a mess, I just went on Peacock and fast forwarded to Phoebe's shirt. It's yeah. a mess. It's a mess. Right? Right? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't look good on her either, like, because it accentuates, like, the wrong parts of her. (laughs) But, I mean, to argue, like, Alyssa Milano doesn't really have many wrong parts. I don't know. It just dangles around her waist a lot. I don't like it. It's weird. She looks like she looks like a ghost. Like I'm cosplaying as a ghost today. I'm on the Halloween show. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Henry is arrested anyway. speed when Paige notices the stab wound. She convinces Henry to not arrest Speed and to try to look into the stabbing. Stab eight. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Twenty-six. Yes. Back at magic school, Zira uses Billy to slay Ty. Ooh, slay! And <laughs> poor Salal. He's like, there's one more man you forgot. Get him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> While the sisters divert Zira and Billy's attention, Invisalio. Ooh, Invisalio. It sounds like Invisalign, <laughs> but it's Invisalio. <laughs> uh, Finds the spell to save Billy. Although, why is he walking in blood? Like, you could have done took any path. You have to choose the bloody path. Sure. <laughs> that bothered me. Anyway. <laughs> Paige orbs the book to her, and they switch the belt to Zero, defeating her as well. Did you recognize this book? No. Oh, my gosh. It was <laughs> Possessions, Confessions, and Ghostly Obsessions again. The same Drake oh. book. With all That's the little cute. lore. I know. I'm like, oh my God. I love that they're using this book. <laughs> You're so excited right now. <laughs> I Yeah, it was great. Um, so that made me happy. And they, it's, they, it's just little, little, like, little nuances like that. Like, hey. <laughs> okay. So um, what am I doing? Oh, is a spell? We have a spell to release the golden belt of Gia. 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 A Gia? Gaia? A Gia? I don't know. <laughs> Who's saying it? You say it? For all the it? world to work as one, in harmony, it must be undone. Yeah, it's boring. Blah. I don't like it. Don't like it. No. No. For sure. No. And then again, yeah. undone. One. Undone. One. I don't know. It seems like a lazy rhyme, but... There you go. See, sometimes Charmed even gets crappy spells. It's not just the books. <laughs> yeah. Back at the police station, Henry is taking Speed in. He pulls Speed aside and calls to verify 
Speed's stabbing story. Henry releases Speed's. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, I'm like, couldn't you have called this guy before you took him to the station? You, <laughs> yeah. You bring him all the way there, get him to the door, I was like, oh, okay, you're free to go. Well, now you have to take the bus home or something, walk home. You could have just left him there and call. It's like, I don't know. What a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, this was dumb. <laughs> but sure, at least you did the right thing, Henry Mitchell. 28. Back at the manor, Paige gets a late night call. Ooh, booty call? No, not booty call. From Henry. <laughs> He admits Paige was right, and he owes her 20 bucks. Paige was super cute. I don't know what she was wearing underneath that thing. She had some yellow little nightdress or whatever. But did you notice a little blue teddy bear by her? It was so cute. Yeah, that was cute. I love Paige. Like, like, oh, like, yes, sleep with your teddy bear. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first time I ever noticed that bear, this, this rewatch. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So wow. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Back at P3, Phoebe, Piper, and fucking Billy discuss fucking Billy going cray. Liz Fair <laughs> takes the stage. Cute guy looks at Billy for reasons. <laughs> like, I'm just here to be here. You'll never see me again. <laughs> You'll never see me again. But I need to act interested in you for yes. seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm. I got credited for this, but not really because I didn't see any lines, so I'm uncredited. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that the end? Yeah, that's it. Do you have any notes for us? Oh, let's look at these notes here. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. All right. (laughs) Notes and trivia. The WB used the promo title... Battle of the Sexes. This is also Wait, the title of the episode. Hexes. No, it's Hexes. But they say Sexes in the promo title. But this is the official title in Latin America. It is Battle of the Sexes. I don't know why. they could, I don't know. <laughs> um, this is Jennifer Tung's second appearance on the show. Previously portrayed Clea, who I talked about in Demon Who Came In From The Cold. Yes, Oh, here's something fun. I remember when this happened, but I didn't know it was during this episode. Okay. (laughs) The scene at the end with Piper, Billy, and Phoebe at P3 was directed by a 13-year-old girl named Christy who had cancer. Access Hollywood gave her the chance to see her favorite actress, which happened to be Holly Marie Combs. So they had, like, there's all these, like, make-a-wish kids and stuff that would always come to the set and everything. Um, (laughs) And I got to tell you, this may be wrong, but I was always so jealous of these Make-A-Wish kids. <laughs> so I used to see pictures from them, like, like, well, they get to go to the set. I'm probably a bigger fan than them. <laughs> wow. I, mean, wow. <laughs> I, I, I feel so bad. Like, I know, this, like, I get it. They're, you know, dying and stuff, and they have cancer and things, but I'm like, I'm like, they, I, I know for a fact they don't know the show better than me. <laughs> I used to think, I'm like, how do, like, why do they deserve this? I used to be so, like, mad at them. But, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm going to hell. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that's cool that she directed that little scene. A cool 13-year-old girl. Yeah. Um, the director, LeVar Burton... Oh, there's more. The director, LeVar Burton, let her sit on in this scene and call action. 
Aw. And there's actually a picture of her here um, with Holly sitting in a chair. How sweet. And she's getting an autograph. Aw. See? See, now that I've had some experiences, I've, I never got to actually go to the charm set, so I'm still a little bit jealous of that. But now that I'm a grown-up and I've had some really cool experiences, I'm not as mad anymore. <laughs> good, good. We found your piece. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, when walking in the street with a newly transformed Billy, Phoebe mentions having been turned into a mermaid, a mummy, and a genie. I did, I did remember this, recognize this, yes. Um, and then there's the line... Where Zira says, it's almost anticlimactic, which is said a lot. <laughs> you know, this is like the fourth time somebody has said it in the, its eight-year run. Probably even more than that, really. Because uh, uh, on the DVD, there's actually a commentary on this episode. And in the audio commentary, Kaylee Cuoco claims that her costume for this episode was originally supposed to include a blue cape. It was said in an article that Kaylee Cuoco had burst into tears upon seeing the costume she was expected to wear, but came around due to support from her three fellow female leads. Whether this is more rumor than fact is unknown. However, Kaylee did voice contempt for the outfit on her audio commentary on the DVD. She did not like it. <laughs> do you think, did she just feel it was like too revealing? Yeah, she's probably like, this is too sexual. Why do you have to wear this? Because, and you, because she's, she's the newcomer. She didn't know that it was, you know, kind of a norm for them. And so yeah. I would have been interesting to see what it looked like with a cape, probably even sillier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound effect for the superheroes in which it's tights is heard when she, uh, Billy wears the golden belt of Gia Gaia, whatever. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I guess that's it. Cool. <laughs> Um, worth the wait. Um, this one I thought was a fun episode. Like we kind of talked about, it wasn't a perfect episode. There's a lot of silly things with like the fighting, but I did enjoy it. I think it would be worth the wait actually. Okay. 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 Um, my thoughts now, uh, I don't really like this episode. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, I do like, I really enjoy Leo in this. But I felt like I feel like the sexism thing, the male female thing, is way too forced and preachy to me. Like everything about it is just like people don't act like this. People don't like complain this much. So I'm just like I felt like they were just trying to make a point that didn't seem natural. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that held me back from like loving this episode. Because you're right, the the sex stuff was forced. They could have found a better way to do that <laughs> mm-hmm. and they have done it in the past in the episodes they t- complain about guys before and they always talk about like the like think about she's a man baby a man that was a whole episode about the dichotomy between men and women but they finish off how they understand each other and that they're really not that different after all that was perfect they already covered that then they didn't need to do this again yeah i get so, that yeah well to take your mind off of that shall we do some fuck mary kill it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Fuck Mary. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start with Smitty, played by Chris Spencer. Oh, Smitty! <laughs> I think of Karen laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> you know, he's not an unattractive guy. He's actually a pretty sexy guy, but I can't abide his his demeanor, his actions, his misogyny. So goodbye. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Same with me. How about uh, Dr. Harris, played by Thomas Newton? <laughs> Dr. Harris, played by Thomas Newton. I don't know. I like that. You know, he's... I don't know. <laughs> He's not an unattractive guy either. I like his name. I like that he was a doctor. That was cool. I didn't realize he was a doctor. I thought he was just a professor, but yes, doctor. Um, you know, he's he's cute, but let me look at my list again and make sure, because I don't know if I want to keep him, because I know people that are coming and I like more. I don't, I mean, I don't even have close to a full list anywhere. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, okay. Um, since I don't have a full list, I'll put them on my fuck list on the bottom. Oh, we don't have to say what uh, position they'd be in. Oh, sorry. Okay. Ah, well, ah. I mean, he, I think, I think he would, I think bottoming for him would give him a new perspective. So I think that's where he'll be. Yes, for sure. Okay. How about <laughs> uh, Salal, played by Scott Allen Rinker? Oh, no. No, with your generic, skinny, little... Bleh. I can't. You, I can't. He, he annoys me. Not as much as that one guy that I killed last time. The stupid face. I remember his name now. But <laughs> but this guy's another thing that just rubs me the wrong way. He's just He seems like a too whiny and stuff. Yeah, I actually thought he was cute, but not enough to make it onto a list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his face isn't as stupid as the other one, but, you know. Yeah, I, I remember who you were talking about, the stupid guy that died that we didn't like. What was his name? It, it was some weird name, like, I don't know what it was. Some weird name. Let me find him now. <laughs> Tomar. Tomar and his stupid face. That's who Tomar, it was. Tomar, yep. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, Ty, played by David Figlioni? Figlioni. No! He's a big guy. He's a brute of a man, but his face yeah. seems jacked up. His little mouth, his wide nose, his eyebrows, his uh, I don't I don't like him. I didn't like him. <laughs> so on your kill list? <laughs> yes. His eyes are oh everything about him just like I don't know. You look like a serial killer. I'm sorry. <laughs> How about Speed, played by R.J. Smith? R.J. Smith with Speed. You know, Speed's a cute guy. I like him. He seems nice. He's trying to find himself. Yeah, I'm going to put him. Hmm, where did I put him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put him on the merry list under Wit, bottom of the merry list. Okay, so that makes him your number nine. Yes. You know what? I'm also going to marry him. I'm going to put him under JD, which makes him number seven on my list. Yeah. You can listen to My Chemical Romance together. Yeah. <laughs> we go to concerts. <laughs> yeah. How about Zira, played by Jennifer Tung? You know, I do love me an Asian woman. I've always been attracted to Asian women. I don't know why. Um, 
But let me see if she's my speed. I love her hair. You know what? I would fuck her. Yeah, I would fuck her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, okay, where would I put her, though? Let me look. I want to put her. You know what? I want to put her right underneath the underneath the Dogen. Wow, that makes her number four on your list. Yeah. And I don't want her. <laughs> I figured. I figured. <laughs> How about Henry Mitchell, played by Ivan Sergei? Oh, I love Ivan Sergei. That name. Henry Mitchell is so handsome and nice. Oh, where do I put him? I'm, putting, I'm definitely putting him on my Mary list. I'm going to put him on Mary under Agent Murphy. Under Agent Murphy. So that makes him number five on your list. Yes. And that fills out your list with ten guys. Or people. Yeah. For the first time in forever. <laughs> um, I'm also going to add him to my Mary right under Paige, which makes him number two on my Mary list. Ooh. Which gives me nine. Apparently I'm more about fucking this season than marrying. Which is, you know, kind of the norm, but last season was a little odd for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. So that brings us through our Fuck, Mary Kill. Make sure to be keeping track at home, Hollywags, because we want to see who's the most fuckable and marryable of season eight. Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Do you have a game for us? I do. <laughs> Ooh, bring it on. I have, it's a battle of the sexes quiz. So there's going to be, <laughs> there's uh, 15 questions and they're kind of questions that are perceived manly questions and girly questions. Okay. <laughs> so really there's not saying anything, but it's what the, you know, socially, Manly questions and girly questions. So, I know. I like that you said perceived. I really yeah. appreciate that. You're welcome because it really is perceived. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask you these questions, and you'll see what, how many you can get right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number one. You're going to know this one because I know your your knowledge and history. Where would you find a head gasket? <laughs> Sewing machine, pressure cooker, car engine, washing machine. <laughs> car engine. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I'm not going to tell you to the end what the answers are. Okay. okay. <laughs> a twin tub is a type of mop bucket, bathtub, washing machine, boat. Oh, I actually don't know this one. Uh, I'm going to say bathtub. Bathtub. What are ohms, O-H-M-S, a measure of? Resistance, voltage, power, or capacity? Power. Power. Mills and... Mills, M-I-L-S, oh, M-I-L-L-S, Mills and Boons are cricketers, jewelry store, shoes, romance novels that you hear on A Real Bodice Ripper. (laughs) (laughs) What was the third choice again? Shoes. 
Tales and Boons. So shoes, romance novels. I'm going to say romance novels. Romance novels. Five. What would I do with a tap and die set? Thread a hole, tie dye clothes, fix a tap, or none of these? The second one. Tie dye clothes. So I, some of these are hard. I don't know these either. Yeah. Um, see, I didn't make these questions. These are just something. It was something I found. So I'm lazy. Okay. You know. <laughs> what would I use cuticle cream on? Fingernails, legs, face, cellulite. <laughs> Fingernails. I know that one. Fingernails. In computer terminology, what does BIOS stand for? Basic Input Output System, Basic Intelligence Override System, Binary Input Output System, Binary Intelligence Override System. Uh, binary Input Output System. Okay. Husqvarna is a brand of Swedish meatballs, <laughs> makeup manufacturer, toy blocks, or chainsaw? Chainsaw. <laughs> In electrical terms, what does LED stand for? Light emitting diode, light emitting diode, lightning electrical discharge. Laser-equipped disc, laser-erasing disc. Light-emitting diode. Okay. Where on my body would I wear a girdle? (laughs) (laughs) Where wouldn't you? (laughs) I know, God. Thigh, head, arm, trunk. Who calls the body the trunk? I mean, I know what I call my trunk. But that's, I mean, not everybody has a trunk. So. (laughs) Wow. I know. I mean, I've been body painted. I've been, my genitals have been body painted like an elephant. So I feel you. I get, you know, anyway. Anyway. uh, (laughs) I guess I can send you the picture later. It's fine. Uh, But yeah, anyway. (laughs) Trunk. Trunk. Mm, I love it. (laughs) I don't know if I could wear a girdle there or not, but still. Anyway. uh, What does a tachometer measure? Am I saying that correctly? Tachometer? T-A-C-H. Yeah. Earthquakes, wind speed, tacos eaten, or rotation speed? (laughs) Rotation speed. Okay. Twelve. What was the first country in the world to give women the vote? Spain, United States, New Zealand, France. I actually don't know. Um, I'll say United States. United States. 13. What sport would I be participating in if I were in a ruck and mall? I don't know sports. I don't even know if that's an American saying, but sure. Um, Soccer, baseball, rugby union, cricket. What was it? What was the term? Ruck and mall. Ruck and mall. So I'll say rugby. Rugby. It sounds like it to me. 
A skillet is a type of fish. Sauce. Whisk. Frying pan. Frying pan. Frying pan. Who knew, right? <laughs> <laughs> Last question. There are more men than women born in the world. True or false? False. All right. I will submit the answers. So, first one was correct. Car engine. Yay. Second, second one was not bathtub. As a twin tub is a washing machine. I thought I, I think of. You know, I think of like washing washer and dryer because maybe there's maybe they do have like a combined like it's like a DVD slash VCR player or VHS player so it's like a washer <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, what are ohms a measure of? You said power. The correct answer it was resistance. Damn. Rise of the resistance. Oh, I love that ride. <laughs> Mills and Boons are romance novels. Yes, you got that correct. Yay. A tap and die set. You said tie-dye clothes. It's actually threading a hole. Oh, thread mm. that hole. Mm, yes. A hole. <laughs> <laughs> Use cuticle cream on fingernails. Yes, we knew that was correct. BIOS stands for basic input-output system. You said binary input-output system. After oh my I God. said binary, I had a feeling it was basic. <laughs> Such a basic bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Husqvarna is a brand of chainsaw, but I, they also make other stuff. I know that much. It says gardening equipment, motorcycles, and outdoor equipment. I have a really – I have Husqvarna leaf blower that I use. And I put it on my back. It's like <laughs> – <laughs> I love to blow the leaves. I feel so powerful. <laughs> In electrical terms, what does LED stand for? You said light-emitting diode, which is correct. Yes. Yay. Wear my body when I wear a girdle. Yes, I wear it on my trunk. Yes, correct. <laughs> Tachometer measure is rotation speed, so that was correct. Yes. <laughs> the first country to give women the vote was not United States. It was New Zealand, where they filmed Power Rangers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I figured it would be one of the other countries, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know history, Kevin. I know. I don't know that stuff. God. Ruck and Mall is correct. It is the rugby union. Ooh. Yes. A skillet is a type of frying pan. That's correct. And the last question, are there more men and women born in the world? You said false. And that's actually true. There is more men born in the world, apparently. Okay. Because I, I have this song called um, Fight Like a Girl. And she says something about 49% of the people in it. And I was trying to think if she's referring to men or women. I think she's referring to women. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Get that Y chromosomes with those men's scissors. So you scored 9 out of 15 correct for a total of 135 points. I didn't realize there were points attached to this. But there you go. And the average score for this quiz is 9 out of 15. So you are right on it. Average. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for it. Oh, good. I'm glad. Thank you for indulging my my game. (laughs) All right. What we got next? (laughs) Hocus Pocus. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think that's about? 
Uh, well, since they took out Hocus and put Hocus, I'm guessing uh, somebody gets magically like hulked out, like beefed up, and they have to stop them. Yeah, that that works. That's valid. That's correct. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. <laughs> well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> you, you won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> you won't like me when I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll see, you'll, you'll see how it, how it progresses and see if it was what you were thinking or if it was completely different. Um, okay. I do think the next episode is mildly timely. Um, so there's that. And I used to think it was called Hocus Pocus. I thought it was rhyme, Hocus Pocus, but it's not. It's Hocus Pocus. Um, so, Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, get look forward to that. Cool. And where can the people find you? Cool. Yes. You can find me at Words of the Witches, a charm podcast. It's everywhere. Um, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, the Manor one is should be out by now. And I'm very excited about that one. So give that a listen if you want to learn all about Hallowell Manor and the real world house. Um and then you can find my personal one at KGZ87. Somebody just made some really cool X-Men edits of my cosplay pictures. So that's really fun. Nice. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, you can find uh, last week, Alan and I did our last episode of The Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. And you can find me on Once Upon a Cult. Yeah. This week we're talking about Angel's Landing, which is like super creepy. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, in a nutshell, whenever this group needed money, the leader would, like, beef up somebody's health insurance or life insurance and then kill them in an accident. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is, like, some charm stuff, some craziness. Like, what is right? behind this? Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I am flabbergasted and, and appalled. <laughs> too when i learned about this group that's why i was like we have to talk about them that's what your podcast asks me all the time i'm just like ah oh my god i feel so many things i'm sorry i ruined you kevin i know <laughs> but it's interesting yeah all right great thank you for listening we will be back next week with hocus pocus and don't forget to check out our patreon shit yeah there's some new stuffs on there's yeah <laughs> See you Bye. Next I'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>